Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for telling a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them. We'll take the earless community too. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm thanking you. Now let me remind you why I'm thanking you. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's how this whole thing works. I don't got a billboard. I don't got commercials. You don't see me on the local news being like, listen to J Train. No, I got you. I got you and your big fat mouth. And I need you to tell your friends and, that, and let them know about the J Train podcast. And here's a very simple way to let people know. It's make it your Instagram story, tweet about it. Social media is the problem and the solution all at the same time. Don't you understand that? We are intimately connected. We hate it, but we love it. It's like a good cigarette. We know it's going to kill us one day, but you know what? Let's just enjoy it while we can. So get on the social media, tweet about it, Instagram story about it. I'll send you a heart. I'll even share you if I if I have the have the space for it. So I want you to get involved and let people know. And this is the time of year for J Train. You don't understand. It's getting colder. The days are getting shorter. It's getting darker out earlier. We're sadder. Let Jared and I don't want to remind you that you're sadder, but you're sadder. It's okay. We're all you know, cranking out a few more tears this time of year. You're going to have to see your family. You're traveling to places again. Give the gift of Papa JT. This is the time of year. And listen, let's get away from our families. I'm coming to your town, okay? So Buffalo, New York this weekend. Then I'm in Syracuse. Then we have a live You Up podcast in New York City, December 8th. And then I'm coming. New date added. Ring that bell, Shelby. Ding, 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 ding. Phoenix, Arizona. I'm there on a Saturday and Sunday night. I love a Sunday show. I, I absolutely love a Sunday show. I'm not just saying that. I'm going to be there Saturday and Sunday in Phoenix, Arizona. New city. Never done stand-up there before. We did a live view up podcast there that was actually really fun. And we had a lot of like people that were into it. And I've been wanting to come to Phoenix for a long time. So I'm coming. And let people know in the area. If you have friends out there, send them some of my stuff. See, I've made it simple on you. You don't think I have. I, I make it easy on you. I make it so simple. Just share. I'm putting out material every day. I'm putting out bullshit every day. I'm putting out junk <laughs> and shitty crap that I wouldn't do on stage. No. Send your friends. Um, and lastly, St. Louis, Missouri. I got more dates coming for the new year. but So it's Buffalo, Syracuse, New York City, Phoenix, St. Louis, Missouri. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Okay, that's enough out of me. Um, very excited for today's guest. New to the J Train podcast, hilarious comedian, Pat Brown. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this, uh, the seeing into your houses. I love this part of the Zoom that you can just see in people's houses. Like, oh, okay, that's the kind the, of dude he is. <laughs> this is how he lives. I, yeah, I, I, I think about that because I post these videos on Instagram and I'm like, how does it look back there? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> conscious of it. Right. I'm conscious of it, especially in a hotel. I do like seven checks like here. I know the setup behind me. I got my workout bag. I bring that little bag over to work out with. My jacket's mm -hmm. hung up. I could probably hang them in the closet and clean it up a bit. I like your background. I like you got keys hung up. This is a very this is this is a home you live in. I live in a an apartment. <laughs> you live in a home. 
I, I live in a very ADD uh, centered world where everything has to be uh, in their place and I have to be able to find it quickly. So, uh, yeah, my, I'm very organized. Uh, Do you freak out that. when you have something that's not in the place that you have made the place for? Um, not freak out because I know that it's 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 in the area so mm. yeah and that's how that's that keeps me organized and that keeps me on track but uh yeah because I'll, I'll come in and i'll just straighten up and so and then i'll go to bed and everything in, in place the night before for the for the morning i'm the type of person that there's like three places something could be like headphones <laughs> like headphones like and and i'll get drunk and i'll wake up hungover and i'll be like okay if the headphones aren't in my left pocket of my jeans or the left pocket of my jacket or on my desk, it is gone into the vacuum of uh, like it, there's nowhere else it could be. You right, know? right, right. And, and then and then I freak out and I'm like, how could you lose it? And then it's like ne next to the fridge where I was eating pizza from the night before. Like I, <laughs> then I'm like, OK, this makes sense. Like but I do have a moment of losing it. Right. I um, I'm actually one of those parts people that if it's not in like maybe one or two places I know I've instantly lost it and I very seldom lose things because every place everything has a place so I know where things go as soon as I walk in the door so if I don't have things and it's like one or two places that I look it's gone it is drifted gone. down the river it is yeah. gone from yeah. life listen I want everyone to go follow Pat so so funny at Pat Brown show on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go follow immediately. Uh, her website is relaunching today. Pat Brown show.com. So go to the website. What uh, you got dates coming up. What's coming up. Any, anything special? Uh, well, actually I'm starting a tour with uh, Tracy Morgan, but that starts in December. So uh, we'll have a lot of dates coming for you, that tour. Have you toured with him before? Yeah, I've been touring with him for uh I wanted to count the uh, pandemic, but uh, about a year and a half before the pandemic hit. I, I, he got the biggest pop I've ever seen at the cellar. You know, like, you know, Pat, you're working the cellar. When you see like a celebrity there, like, and, mm -hmm. you know, you hear the audience kind of like, you, they have that initial, you know, host says the name and they go, Whoa! and then they see them and they do another, Whoa! you know, like, and, and it, it is a weird thing because I'm like, I'm not a big celeb person, but I do get a little bit of a, a butterfly in my side. I do get excited to hear that pop. Flaclipped, is that the word? Flaclipped, yeah, I'll tell you, yeah, I think I get something. <laughs> something comes over me because I, I, I'm like happy for that audience. Like they're so excited, like a magic trick was done. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget it, Tracy Morgan was one of those people that his pop was bigger than others because I think there's some people, people expect to see. Like Exactly, yeah. He's like an unexpected, but I know them celebrity type of thing. Right. So I I go like I remember I I go and next you, we got a special guest uh, give it up for Tracy Morgan he comes on stage and they're like ha ah! and then <laughs> they go nuts and then he legit hugs me for a solid <laughs> ten Mississippi <laughs> and I'm like and and he's holding me tight like I was like I don't know this guy. <laughs> at all but it was this 10 second hug in front of 
200 people because they're at the Village Underground. Like, it was right. just, what's it like to tour with him? Tracy is everything that uh, that you think he is. You know, like, his character is not far from who he is. And when I say that, I mean, he's very affable. He loves people. Um, he'll, he's, he's, he's the kind of guy that uh, you expect funny out of him, and he gives you funny. Mm-hmm. We were on a... Um, we were on a tram uh, going somewhere and then like people didn't expect to see him uh, because uh, he couldn't fly out with his uh, jet because of some other issue. So we were mm. on the tra- tram and then all these people getting on the uh, on the tram. And, and this they, is at the air. So this is at the this airport. Is at you're going airport. from like right. you're going from like check in to like whatever gate and it's the airport exactly. tram. OK. Right. And so. um People are not expecting to see him, so everybody's like, "Oh, wow, wow!" And he, then he's just he just takes off. He's in wear form, so he's entertaining the tramp. Come and, on, uh, yeah, and that's the kind of guy he is. He just loves people, and he loves. He's always on, uh, which is actually something that like, okay, Tracy, let me go to bed because he's always <laughs> talking. He wants to go to bed. But this is, I'll tell you a real quick story. Uh, during the pandemic, uh, during the pandemic, uh, he came to see me because. Um, my mom uh, has dementia and my sister had COVID and so I was going to drive down there. So uh, he, he was uh, supporting me. So he came by uh, to give me some things before my trip. Of course, um, he comes to Harlem, which he knows Harlem. This is his place where he used to hang out a lot or whatever. And so he, th- he still thinks he's that dude in Harlem, but he's the rich dude in Harlem. So he comes to my apartment with uh, <laughs> driving his Ferrari. He's parking his Ferrari. So everybody is like, who is this dude in a Ferrari? Yeah. Everybody immediately knows him. And like, I don't tell people what I do. Uh, so, you know, so when I come out, like, how you know, so immediately everybody's like, um, how do you know Tracy? How do you know Tracy? Whatever, whatever. And I was like, I work with him. I write with him. Um, and, and they're going crazy. And so every day I'm, they asked me, so how's Tracy doing? Yeah, and well, that becomes now, you just wanted to live a quiet life, and then exactly. yeah. the Tracy Morgan parade float comes <laughs> driving through your street. Who does that? Who, dri- who drives a Ferrari? A Ferrari, exactly. <laughs> Someone told me once that he used to park his car right on, like, 6th Avenue. Like when he was working on 30 Rock, he would just park it and the police officer was like, you can't park it. And then he'd get out and be like, just give a ticket. Like, <laughs> you know, like he would just like leave it like right there. I read a story the other day. It was like a rich guy, extremely rich guy was at the airport and then he didn't have time to get his car parked. So he parked it uh, right in front of the, uh, the entrance going into it and he just left it there. And he's like, do whatever you want with it. Because oh, my God. He just He's like. And that, and then somebody said, "Yeah, you can't you when you you can't um, punish poor uh, uh, rich people like you do poor people because if it's about money, then money doesn't matter. Then there's well, no that, rules. It, it, it is, um, t- you know, time and money. Right, that person has money. both, so exactly. they can go to the impound lot and give the equivalent of a quarter to them." Exactly. And whatever, you know, a hundred dollars isn't the same to everybody and an hour isn't the same to everybody. So he is like, you know, and he, again, that person also like I kind of appreciate the math they did. They're mm-hmm. like, I make this flight. <laughs> it'll cost if I miss this flight, it'll cost me more than this car issue 
will exactly. do it. You know, so yeah. everyone's doing the math, which I, I actually like that's kind of goes into the advice I, I that we when get. You are a certain level of rich. You don't even have to do the math anymore. It's just going to work out that uh, it's going to be it's going to be easier for me to just to take advantage of this rule than to 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 pay out of pocket. Totally. Well, I'm so pumped to have you here. Pat Brown, everyone go follow right now at Pat Brown Show on Instagram and Twitter. So, so funny. I love watching you on stage. I love when you go up, you go, hi, Pat Brown. What do you, what do you, you do that? I, I will never forget your name in the history of names. Be, Say, hey, Pat Brown. Hey, Pat Brown. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When Pat goes on stage, say, hey, Pat Brown. Hey, Pat Brown. Hey, y'all. And that's how the set starts. And I, I love it. It gets everyone. It, it really gets everyone on board. You're right. Uh, I felt like a lot when I used to start, do comedy, uh, I feel like people didn't realize how silly I was as a comic or, you know, just how light uh, because I have a, my face looks so serious. And so that was one way of just letting people know that I'm light and free and whatever. And so it just gets to me immediately. The best advice I've ever really, one of the best advice I was ever given is like that uh, to me was smile as you're walking on stage. Mm-hmm. They were like, you're not a mean guy. You're not a bad guy. You're not there to like make anyone's day worse. And it's like, right. if you know, and you don't, if you go on stage with like, if I went on like looking as unhappy, I might look like someone who doing a different type of comedy than I'm doing. Exactly. Maybe a ranter. Uh, yeah. Comic, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. I rant, I rant about stupid things. Like I'm going to rant around about Rob Lowe being the spokesperson for the Atkins diet. Like I'm like stupid things <laughs> like that. So you might as well go on stage with a smile on your face. And that was good advice. It, it, it always helped me. So let's get to the emails. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Pat Brown. Here we go. Summer loving is falling apart. Okay. Hey Jared, sorry for the awful title pun. I like the, the title is why I'm reading it. Summer Lovin' is falling apart. <laughs> I love it. it. I thought the, it was going into a song. Summer no, Lovin'. <laughs> falling apart. Never text me any day. Tells a- me he's busy all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> Used I, to- I, I need to read uh, Watch Grease again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hey, Jared, sorry for the awful title pun, but had to get your attention somehow. Well, you did. Love the pod, all your Instagram content. Hopefully, you and your guests can give some sort of insight. Here's my situation. I'm 26, and I've never been in an official relationship. I find myself unable to be honest and talk about how I feel about a guy. I usually have a you do you and I'll do me and we'll see what happens mentality. It doesn't work well. In December, I met a guy a year younger than me on an app who was working in the city I go to in, I go to school in, but lived not far from my hometown, three hours away from my current city. Okay, let me reread that. December met a guy, so this is last year, met a guy a year younger than me on an app who was working in the city I go to school in, but lived not far from my hometown, three hours away from my current city. That's a very confusing way to put it. Like, so you live three hours away from where he works. They go to the school, but uh, the person works uh, where, where she goes to school. Working right. in the city I go to school in, but live not far away from my hometown. Three hours away from my current city. Okay. That's a lot. I, I don't know. I'm still trying to do that. Man. Like, you're younger than me. Working in the city I go to school in, but live not far from my hometown, which she lives three hours away from. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. We talked on and off for months, usually initiated by him. He would ask to hang out whenever I was in my hometown, and, and I blew him off because I didn't even know if I would like him in person or not and wasn't going to waste my time during a weekend at home with someone I didn't know. Okay. In June, I worked in my hometown for the summer and we finally met. We hit it off and hung out fairly regularly, hooking up, going out for drinks, dinner, walks, boat trips, sunflower festival, Ikea, etc. <laughs> I mean, if you go to the, I mean, this is back to Greece. What, are we back in the, you know, whatever? So in September, I went back to school, but my car broke down before I left and he went to my parents' house while I was at school to help my dad fix it. The first time he met my dad. The whole summer, we never talked about defining the relationship or how we felt about each other. Later in September, we started talking less frequently because I was busy with school, I think. I went home beginning of October and we hung out and he came over when he was in my city mid-October. Now we barely talk one to two times a week, but I'm realizing how much I actually like him. I get uncomfortable talking about how I feel and worry about coming off clingy or desperate. How can I approach him telling him I want to continue talking slash seeing each other without the pressure of a long distance relationship? Was this just a summer fling? Will guys fix your car and meet your dad if they aren't serious about you? P.S. I visit my hometown once a month or so and I'm moving back in May. I don't know if that changes things. Thanks. Anxious dater. Pat Brown, what do you think of this situation? Uh, I think it's... um interesting um that she realizes that uh i'm, I'm assuming it's a she um yeah. it, it could be two guys i don't know um i think it's interesting that uh now she realizes that she likes him after going back to school and um i feel like there was a lot of gap there uh mm-hmm. and so he might not, he might not feel he might feel as though um he didn't you didn't reach out enough or that it's, it's just light casual situation. But I feel like you should just keep the uh, communication lines open um, until you get home and, and to see what it really is since you, you feel as though he might not want a uh, long distance relationship and you might not want a long distance relationship or makes put too much pressure on a relationship. I feel like you should just keep the communication lines open uh, uh, hit him up, send him memes on uh, social media, anything yeah. the uh, conversation going and you, you, you understand what they're doing and you letting him know what you're doing in your life until you get I, back home. I, I, I agree with you. You got to keep the communication going. I think you bring up a really good point when you say I'm real, how she's realizing now that she actually likes him. Like mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm not going to tell someone how they feel, but I will say that you went to a sunflower festival with someone you didn't <laughs> like that you weren't exactly. sure if you liked. Like, like there's a to me, she's calling herself an anxious dater and she sounds very afraid of losing something that she actually doesn't have. Like mm-hmm. she's afraid of losing someone and getting rejected, which we are all guilty of that. We are all afraid of rejection but when you say uh, but now I'm realizing how much I actually like him you know and then you say how do I approach him uh, I, I don't want to come off clingy or desperate there's nothing clingy about hey we spent a year together and we spent like close to a year getting to know one another and I like you like 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 that's a pretty 
honest and okay thing. Like, there's nothing. Like, I always imagine what someone else would say if I revealed my feelings and imagine them acting like I was crazy. So if we played that out here, this guy would, if you went to him and you were like, you were like, hey, um, I've had to spend close to a year getting to know you and I really like you and I want to make this more of a commitment and I want to like get to know you more and I want to know that I'm going to get a call from you, you know, and not, you know, have you disappear from my life. If that guy walked away and was like, can you believe this chick? She, we, we go to one sunflower festival. <laughs> we go to fucking Ikea. We fuck for a year and she wants to get more serious with me and I meet her dad. Like, what is she crazy? Like he has no leg to stand on. You know, mm-hmm. and I think what she's actively avoiding is that this relationship and she says that, you know, well, guys, fix your car and meet your dad if they aren't serious about you. Yes, they will. I, I, I'm i sorry to break it to people. There's just no social. We have the, you know, meeting your dad. If I met, you know, like met someone's dad, I would say this is nice, but this has nothing to do with my relationship. And I also like doing nice things for someone that I care about. But I also could see it that I wouldn't get more serious with them. But it is something. Mm. What do you think of that? I disagree. I, uh, okay. I feel like because uh, I feel like the, the definition of love is sacrifice. And so when you are when you are you actually take the time to go check on a car with somebody's dead to help uh, a person that you've been with uh, throughout the summer. I feel like that you're sacrificing time. Time is important. Uh, inter- That's a good point. With somebody's, interacting with somebody's family member is a big step. So I feel like what she what she did and she uh, she called herself out on it uh, is that she wasn't vulnerable. And when I say vulnerable, I mean, you don't put yourself being vulnerable is just showing up and, and letting people know that you're authentic self. I think she was caring about this person during the course of them hanging out and um and she felt like she just could go on without kind of expressing her her true feelings. And then it started slowing down. And then she gets scared. Like, mm. oh, are they walking away from this? Even though I haven't been fully um, given of myself in this uh, situation. So I feel like um, it's a it's, good point. It's, it's she's afraid of that. Her lack of effort in the relationship now has cost her. And that's why I feel like she's anxious at this point. That's interesting, and I think you're right. I love the sacrifice is is love. I I do because again, we're talking about the you know, the rich guy who leaves his car. There's no sacrifice. No, you know, like you right. know. So <laughs> no sacrifice I do whatsoever. I I do kind of trust that, and I I agree with you. And so I I it, that being the case, I mean, this is going to be hard advice for her to do. Easy for us to give is you got to let this guy know how you feel. Exactly. You got to say, hey, uh, it's been a while. I feel like I'm losing you. I liked what we had going. And I liked that I, it, I, it could maybe grow. Yep. Could maybe grow. It I think that's all you're – and, and that doesn't put pre- – if someone feels that that's a pressure situation, then they're not really looking to ever grow with you, which is right. a reality you're going to have to deal with. It maybe you have to deal with. But maybe we could grow says to him, hey – I'm left disappointed by the communication you're giving me. I'm letting you know that. I'm reaching out because I want to keep communication going, and maybe we could grow. 
maybe in the future. And don't bring up I'm moving there in a month or I'm moving back in May. Don't bring up like once a month at home. Just, hey, I'm let down by the level of communication you're giving me because I thought maybe we could grow. And now you're in a conversation where you're vulnerable because you're admitting how you feel and you're telling them that you're upset a little bit and you're letting them know that you're thinking about future, but it's not a definitive thing. Yeah. But I feel like anything that you want, you have to you have to make a risk for. You got to yes. uh, you got to walk the plank and uh, risk it all for something that you care about. Uh, totally so, agree. Yeah. And so it's OK. Uh, you will find your answer. If you, you know, you're vulnerable and then you open up, you'll find your answer. And your, your answer is going to be right, regardless of what he decides. Because you're, 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 being, you're, living, you're living authentically. You're telling somebody that I care about you. And if it doesn't work out, you can still, you, the, the being showing up is still the right choice. You, you know, it's funny. You're going to find out your answer. Your answer is going to be right. But the right answer might upset you. And exactly. that's yeah, just exactly. the reality of life. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Pat Brown at Pat Brown show. Go follow immediately. So funny. Love watching Pat on stage. Discouraged NYC dater is the spark a myth. Jared and J train podcast. Love your podcast. Recently saw you at the comedy seller. Your bit on being a late night eater is hilarious and very relatable. Well, thank you very much. I've been working on that lately. Anyways, wanted to reach out about for some general dating advice. I'm a 25-year-old girl living in NYC and feeling a little burnt out on the dating scene. Recently, I've been turned off by the late night drunk text, your old hookup, go home. Uh, your old hookup slash go home with a random guy from the bar vibe. But I also haven't been very inspired by who I've met over the apps. I've been in on a handful of dates from the apps this fall. All really nice, sweet guys, but I haven't felt that spark. Is the spark a myth? I found that 28 to 32-year-old guys with dogs and friendly profiles a little boring. I've been tempted to go older, uh, older, older. Is that bad? Uh, I also uh, differ slightly from my friends in that I'm not really interested in the quote-unquote get married and move to the suburb life. That being said, I still want to have someone consistent in my life. Just need a little thrill, spontaneity. Am I being uh, Goldilocks? Probably. Just not sure where to turn next. Any and all help is much appreciated. Feel free to roast me if necessary. Well, there's nothing, nothing to roast. I, I think you're very self-aware um, when you say the Goldilocks thing. I think that's very funny. Like too hot, too cold. You need the just right. <laughs> Pat, are you seeing anyone right now? No, but I'm in a situation where actually the the last um, the last situation it kind of emulates mine in, in in the sense that I'm trying to be more vulnerable. But mm. um, and so uh, this woman, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if she likes me or not. And I knew her uh, a long time ago and uh, she was married then. And so uh, I don't I'm like like is she liking girls now? So that's where I am right now. So uh, I feel like it was you- too early to find out if she was uh, open uh, or curious or whatever. But I feel like sh- she's done some things lately that make me. Um, uh, think okay. This we need to have a conversation. If this what, is going, what are what are the things that she's doing? I mean, like that's a very like that's got to be a tight wire walk. You're wondering if this person is you know it, they've been married before. You're not sure if they're are they like are you like what are the things that like make like kind of tip you off? Is it like Instagram, social media stuff? Is it? Uh, 
Yeah, well, no, she has my direct uh, number, so she's hit me up, and it's like, hey, I'm watching this, and uh, uh, then she'll shoot me a a picture of her, and Mm. then um, we'll interact, and then we'll talk about stuff like that, and so it just, it's it's random, but it's, it's frequent, you know, and... uh, It feels, it's it's a text that you would get from someone you're flirting with or have been on a date with. Right. Well, yeah. she's not flirted with me, but she said some things like uh like she just uh recently um uh she's moving and so she's like I can't wait to uh invite you over and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I'm <laughs> just like, "No." Since I hadn't been uh I don't know for sure like sometimes when she like send me pictures and it's like she sent me a picture where she she went out with uh with her uh, uh her best friend or whatever. And she looked really good. And I didn't mm. say, hey, you look hot. I was like, oh, that looks like a nice affair. So I didn't ever <laughs> comment. So this time I, I made sure that That I- party you're going to looks nice. <laughs> exactly. Have a fun time tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, if you're not if you're not gay, then I'm not trying to, uh, you know, I'm not trying to hit on you. And I'm, 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 I'm years from that. So, um, so, so I made sure and I said, okay, I look forward to- uh, seeing your your new place and uh and then um got invited to thanksgiving and i was like oh no i'm not gonna do that i'm not (laughs) it's our first meeting together i'm not gonna be with you your family no i i well and especially like you know you can't really ask around if they're gay now like that's kind of you know you don't want to like right like how do you i i think you well i can you can ask if you're interested Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, yeah. Because I feel like all this effort is, it's because it came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, and yeah. things don't happen for no reason. Exactly. You know, yeah. So they must be. I don't know. They. It, that's interesting. Like, how do you? I, it's. It's like you got to come out again. Like you, you have to. <laughs> no, well, I, it's very clear that I'm. I'm gay. I just want to meet her to, uh, and make her. Uh, her intentions now. Well, you have to come out to her that you like her. That's oh, what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like that's. I'm edging toward that because, like, I feel like it's clearer now that uh, mm-hmm. it's not just a platonic thing or a casual thing. Well, now we're gonna have to have you back on for an update. Right. Exactly. See what I'll happens. I can give you a uh, update. What do you think of this person's uh, issue with the the dating scene? They want. They're bored, but they don't want the hookups, but they want some excitement. What do you think is a good strategy for them? I have some ideas. I, I just off the top of mind. What do you think? I feel like she's 25. Uh, and so you can get a little bored and you, you maybe you are uh, shying away from uh, what tends to be like uh guys that seem to be more settled or whatever, whatever. And maybe, you know, for whatever reason, she's uh, bored. But I would say do things that are exciting, that excite mm. you, and then you will meet guys that um, are exciting because the thing that the activity you're doing is exciting. So I would totally. say get into more activities that you're excited about, that you have fun with, and then you will meet guys that do the same thing that you do and it's also actually a good recipe to have a good relationship because you have a mutual uh something mutually in common totally agree um i think and what you're saying is like 
on the money with what I was thinking. There's nothing exciting about a dating app date. Right. You know, it's exciting to meet someone that you're excited to meet. Dating app, you can meet someone that you're like, we've had good conversation. This is exciting to meet. But the the motions of it are very mathematical. Match, talk, first date, second date, third date. Like, you, to go outside of those lines, you end up in hookup, bar, you know, what are you up to tonight mode? So it's right, like exactly. the, the only time you leave first date, second date, third date is when you enter into, hey, I'm out right now. Let's hook up. She has just told us she hates both of those things. It's right. OK if the apps don't make you metaphorically wet. I think we have to admit, <laughs> right, like we have to admit that the apps aren't maybe are part of why this person she even wrote it out i I think what she wrote is very true guy with a dog and a nice personality ain't doing it for me ain't Mm -hmm. my idea for this woman she's 25 she's i can see a little picture here she's good looking she's got friends she was at the comedy cellar she she came with a group you got to go to like a hotel bar, go to a sexy bar, get dressed up, go with one friend, put on a tight black dress, do your hair in a different way. Put your phone in. Yeah. Put your phone in your purse. Stop looking down. Start smiling at guys. And when you meet someone and just like Pat was saying, when you meet someone in kind of a different way. Now the relationship adds spice to it. You're attracted to the idea that this guy came up to you in a bar or struck up a conversation that he could take it from bar. Maybe you go home with a guy and have a hot makeout and you guys do whatever you do. Maybe you fuck. I don't know. But I think this adds, I think getting away, just admitting, I don't like meeting people on apps and it can be good for some, but it ain't good for me. I think that's her first step. And I, and I totally love uh, the scenario you set up for because in and of itself, it's um, it's uh, it's sexy. It's uh, you don't you know, it's you build an anticipation. You don't know what to expect. All of those mm. things. You have all those things built into what you're doing. It doesn't it has any, done nothing to do with anybody else yet. And so it's like I'm putting myself in a position to get high intrigue. I'm trying to find somebody at a, a bar. You might even just meet a, 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 a gaggle of uh, just good-natured people in the process, and uh, that might uh, spark something. But you're you're still putting yourself in some in a situation that's different, and it's always great. I'll give you a great bar. I was uh, it's I was there a couple nights ago. Um, it's across Jared is from trying the- to meet you at the, he's yeah, right. to the bar. And actually, Friday is a good night to go. Um, at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, you know, the problem with this is like, what bar do you go to? She's 25. Right. She's probably around the bars that are like very loud. They're like a lot of dude bros. And she's just like over that type of scene. Like, where do you go for like Absolutely. a yeah. sexy time? But the, when you find these bars, and, and again, last when I was there a couple nights ago, it was all dates. So like finding a single guy at this bar like probably isn't going to happen, but gets you in the mood. Like you're around, like if you went with a friend, you would feel good about going out. It's called Up and Up. It's across from the comedy store. And it's like down a stairway. You can go in there, sit at the bar. You need places to sit. There, that should be a list. Bars I can sit at. And someone will probably send me the list. It probably already exists. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Olipop. Did you hear that? That was the sound of a brand new way of life because that was Olipop, the new soda that's actually good for you. Other sodas are full of artificial ingredients, sugar, and corn syrup. Olipop is made with natural ingredients. A Coke has 39 grams of sugar, but Olipop's vintage cola only has two grams. All of their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than eight grams net carbs per can. Are your favorite classic our flavors are all available. Classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, classic grape. Great for cocktails. Let me tell you right now, this is so good. And and it honestly, you might be sometimes you just need the fix of a soda. Sometimes you're just looking for something a little sweet, and Oli Pop is a way to have that. And strawberry vanilla with a little bit of vodka for a cocktail, I mean, you are sitting in dreamland right there. You the I you know how long it's been since I've had a root beer? The root beer is fantastic. I feel like I'm at the soda pop shop back in the 50s. It's great. Olipop is the fastest growing functional beverage brand in America. Get it at Whole Foods and Wegmans or do what I do. Get it delivered. I always have a case on hand. I've worked out a special deal for my listeners. Receive 20, 20, 20% off plus free shipping on your order. I recommend trying their variety pack so you can get a little bit of everything. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to drinkolipop.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash JTrain. Drinkolipop.com slash JTrain. Olipop can also be found in over 6,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Brook Linen. You deserve rest. You deserve relaxation. You deserve comfort. And you deserve to have it in your own home. Go, get into bed with the kings of comfort, Brook Linen. I love Brook Linen. I love that it takes your home and makes it a little bit like a spa. I like that they have high-end goods at prices that are reasonable. And they've they've they basically invented cutting out the middleman. You know, they've been, they've taken out the cost of, they're, they're, they're sending the savings directly to you. Brooklyn isn't resting on being the best in the sheet, in the sheets anymore. They're launching new products, colors, patterns all the time. Loungewear, slippers, towels, throw blankets. If it's comfy, Brooklyn and makes it. They're so confident in their core products that they come with a 365 day, 365 day warranty. I mean, come on people. And their customer service, clearly they get their eight hours every night because they're a dream to work with if you ever have an issue. So give yourself comfort, uh, the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com. Use promo code JTRAIN20 to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN20. And now, Brooklinen is excited to introduce Marlow, the affordable and adjustable pillow that provides a perfect night's rest for every type of sleeper. Visit MarlowPillow.com to learn more. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Pat Brown at Pat Brown show. Go, 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 go follow, go follow, go follow. Let's do another email. Okay. Um, let's do this one. Question for you. Do you ever get follow ups uh, like off your advice and people hit you up and say, this is what I did and, and this helped or this every now and again, it's hard to do follow ups because one um, it's just hard to like remind people of the like follow ups have to have a good 
preface. Like they need, if you write in a follow-up to the listeners out there, you have to remind us of what your email said. A lot of people just start from where they left off. So right, the follow-up, yeah, okay. like, so then I don't even remember. Like, I'm just <laughs> exactly. like, yeah, like okay. I need them to, like, follow up in a way that helps the show. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, you know, again, you'd be like, well, Jared, you fucking lazy piece of shit. Like, why don't you go back, find the email? It's like, yeah, I got 7,000 podcasts, okay? So, right, right, right. so <laughs> I'm trying to put that. out put out the bagels in the morning, you know? So, I, um, but I, I would love an update. Like, I would love to hear from this woman and just see if it worked out or if she feels better about dating. But, and, and also... The advice we're giving here, like the, we we live in a world of no wrong answers. Like you know, where we, right. you know, I I mean, I would love to hear from the woman who's afraid to say something if she says something. Like a lot of people, it's hard to take the advice too. Like I'm bad at taking advice. Be, I'm mm-hmm. I'm good at giving it because I don't have to fucking look people in the face. You know, like so. Let's do this one. How do I plan my breakup? But I'm still interested in him. This person sounds confused. Hey, <laughs> hey, exactly. Papa JT. I'm a longtime listener, Feather Feather, and recently saw you in live in DC. You killed it. Brought me and my friend to tears from laughter. Oh, that's way too nice. Um, uh, I'm writing to ask you advice about this guy I've been talking to slash seeing for about a year. Long story short, we met through a mutual friend a few years back, but started DMing and later texting really regularly a year ago when we were both in our hometowns for COVID. This guy talked a big game about how interested he is in being serious, being in a serious relationship in general, but also with me, LOL, and made a lot of hypothetical plans for when we both moved back to the city. He moved back before me, but since I moved back two months ago, we talk all the time. At first, we went on a couple of the the grand dates he promised then it faded to mostly hanging out at each other's places one of us would cook for the other and now it's faded to him exclusively wanting to come by my place at night to be fair he has a roommate and i don't to just watch movies and chill when we were together the chemistry is great always have a good time regardless of what we're doing i'm really crazy about him but he's never wanting to go out anymore and he hasn't asked me to be exclusive slash his girlfriend We aren't moving forward anymore. You talk about owning your standard a lot on the show, and I think it's time for me to really do that. I've talked to him on a smaller scale before about wanting to do more, uh, be more of a couple, and he always agrees to it in the abstract and then never acts on it. I have such strong feelings for him, and he says he feels the same about me, but I can't keep having this conversation with him and expecting something new. So at this point, I feel like i got to lay my cards on the table and tell him point blank that I'm pretty sure... We don't want the same thing, even though he insists we do. I want to go on dates. I want to be more serious. He's not meeting me halfway on those things. Sounds like she's writing this email to herself. Uh, so yeah, my yeah. question is, my question is: now that we're only hanging out at my place at night, is it appropriate to invite him over with sole interest of breaking up with him? We haven't hung out in nearly two weeks, and it's unlikely I'll run into him in public. I owe him more than a text breakup or a slowly phasing out of communication, right? Or do I? The logistics of this are confusing to me, really, because I don't want actually want to break up, but it seems the like the best to, thing to do. So where do I go from here? Do I try the ultimatum? She writes in parentheses, ew, and hope for change and just end or just end things. I've been thinking about this for about a week and I can't figure it out, figure it out. Mind you, in this week, I haven't answered his last message, nor has he tried to make any plans. Grateful and forever a listener. So what do we think, Pat Brown? I think uh, if you're going to pull the trigger on the um, ultimatum, you under you have to understand the ultimatum. The ultimatum mm. is. Uh, I want our relationship to uh, to grow. And if 
it, it doesn't seem like that uh, is, is growing or that you don't want that and I need to see this X, Y, and Z thing, then I'm walking away. And you got to be prepared to walk away. And walking away means no calling, no texting. Um, you can respond <coughs> to his text like, you know, I, I, I told you that I am walking away, so I'm doing that now. Please don't text me. Um, mm. But you got to be prepared for the ultimatum because the ultimatum is exactly what it is. And I, I'll have to say this about men. And you can get you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I I feel like if this is true, men they don't they don't they don't hear they don't care what you say they care what you do, and mm. so you have to show him men or you have to show men you can't tell them you got to show them if you really feel like you're gonna walk away you have to walk away that's what yeah. the, the ultimatum is because he has to know that you're gone. For him to even realize, okay, if the, I really wanted her or, or, or pursue you or do a grand gesture or get his act together. Mm. Um, either of those things has to depend on if you are ready to act. I totally agree with you. I love what you said about men because I think that's true. Because he's, he's going to react to action, not these. Because she's even said that in her email. Her email has explained. She's said... I like you. And he's like, I like you. And then, right. you know, he, he's matching what she's saying be, and he's but not, not really taking any, not doing anything different. So right, exactly. he hasn't matched the actions. I, but she also hasn't taken action herself. Like, listen, we can only speak to the emailer. I'm not looking to blame her. I, 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 I hear what she's saying, but she also has to be willing to give up someone to get the thing she wants. And that's right. all. And that's what you're saying right now is like, you, you know the uh, ultimatums are suck for both parties. <laughs> you right, know, like right, you right. know, like you but know, it's a wake you're up not call. It's a wake up call. It's like this is uh, if we pursuing A, then I'm going down a road A. If we're pursuing B, B. But so I, I'm letting you know I'm gonna make the decision if you don't decide. Here's the biggest problem. I just started thinking about this. We were, we we're reading this email and um and listening to you know to your perspective on this, I just started thinking about this, like, and I wrote this down. Um, the, the issue with this, like non relationship relationship that this person's in that a lot of people get in, a lot of people get into these, like, you know, these unsaid relationships that they're not sure, like it's not a commitment, but they know they would be upset if the person slept with someone else. Like this is this person, when you're not in a admitted labeled relationship, then you don't have relationship fights. You have, and you know, endings, endings, and ultimatums. Like in a right. real relationship, like this person is dating this person, but they're exactly. not. But they, and and but they don't think they deserve the opportunity to get mad at this person. You know what I mean? So like, so instead of them getting mad at them, they're going, "I need to end this. I'm not getting what I want." And it's like, I think they need to get mad first. I understand they want to end this because to them, and I'll speak for you know, what I've noticed about the women who write into this show, and we have a large number of women that write in, is they want definitive labeled answers. They want, he fucking hates me or he fucking loves me. They want no, and guys love doing, yeah, I like her. <laughs> and they fucking hate that. And I'm what she's doing right now is she's going, 
I'm having him over. We're not in the relationship I want. Get the fuck out of my life. I'll start clean. And I would say to her, there's a step before that. And then even a step before the ultimatum, it's he texts this week to come over. The next time he texts, you say no. And you say, I'm just pissed. You know, I want more from a relationship. You're not giving that to me. And that's it. That's all you say. We're in a fight. And I think it's okay to get in a fight with someone that you don't have a label with. And I think that's something we all avoid. Because we're just hooking up, I can't be mad at you. You can be mad at him. There can be redemption. You're saying, I'm mad at you. I'm not breaking up with you. I'm fucking mad. I'm angry. I've asked for dates. You never do that. I feel kind of cheap. And she, the, the problem, she keeps speaking for him. She keeps saying, well, he insists that we... I'm pretty sure you know, I, 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 that I'm pretty sure we don't want the same. She says, so I, at this point, I feel like I got to lay my cards on the table and tell him point blank that I'm pretty sure we don't want the same thing. Stop speaking for him. That's a mistake because he's going to disagree with you. He's going to go, no, we do. And then she said, even though he insists we do. He's always going to insist we do. He's always going to be the nice guy. You have to, and, and again, this goes back to what Pat said, action. So you go, I'm fucking angry. You know you're not coming over. Text me when you uh, text me when you want to apologize. Like that's right. because I now actually, you get- I actually I actually really love that. Uh, I absolutely love that because I feel like you're you're absolutely correct. When you're in a relationship, you do have expectations. So the expectation, mm-hmm. if you're not meeting those expectations, I can get la- mad with you. I'm allowed to in the totally. parameters of our relationship because you're in this nebulous cloudy little relationship that you don't have any parameters you don't know if you can be mad so i love there's no contract yes (laughs) right right no unwritten contract and so i love what you just said like because that is also action too i am not seeing you Mm. because i'm mad at you and you know why i'm mad at you so either do something about it uh or we don't see each other or it's another conversation but right. that's the thing. Like I, I wrote it. Like I wrote down war versus battle. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, how they say that you won the battle, but you lost the war, or exactly. you won the battle, but the war isn't over. You got to have a couple battles. Like this deserves a battle, and because she's saying to us, she really cares about him. That's okay too. I understand that you're not an idiot for caring about this person. You're not like a fool. You're just you keep losing battles, you know. Like you, and also one thing that's to your point, if you if you're not talking or if we're not communicating you really don't know the cause of what's going on because sometimes it could be a situation that he's too scared to admit to maybe he has financial uh issues and so the the thing for him is he likes being around you but he can't afford to take you out that could be that could be one of many things and then it could be a lot of things right then you know who wants to date a poor dude you gotta dump him then no that's j train (laughs) j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com so i can break up with you immediately yeah (laughs) we're here with pat brown at pat brown show go follow right now go follow right now patbrownshow.com all the dates all the good stuff The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. Debt can feel crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. I'm telling you right now, Upstart is an opportunity. I'm not sure if it can help you, but if you have debt, you're paying a rate. Let's see if the Upstart rate is better than the one you're paying. 
And if you have debt in multiple places, you can combine the debt and see what that combined rate is. And maybe the upstart rate will be better to pay one place as opposed to a bunch. So this is an opportunity. I don't know if it can help you, but I'm hoping it can. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your uh, you can see your rate up front for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, it's time to get a fresh start with Upstart. Find out how your Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash JTrain. Don't forget to use my URL to let them know I sent you. That's upstart.com slash JTrain. Here's the fine print. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. The holidays are almost upon us, and MeUndies wants you to have some nice wrapping paper for your stocking stuffer. Listen, people, I love MeUndies. They're the most comfortable underwear on earth. I'm wearing them right now. They come in fun prints. I think they're just fantastic. And what a fun gift. What a fun thing to like wear around the holidays. It's just... They're just a fun company doing fun stuff, and it's really comfortable and made really well. With new holiday sweater prints, MeUndies is turning up the comfort this season. All MeUndies products are made out of a soft, breathable, stretchy fabric that are ideal for getting cozy by the fire with a cup of hot cocoa. Make everyone on your holiday list smile with matching PJ sets or spoil yourself with plush robes and slippers. Whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfier than before. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL, MeUndies MeUndies has a little something for everyone, even if you're on the naughty list. MeUndies has a great offer for JTrain listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. The J Train Podcast is thrilled to welcome our new sponsor, Public Goods. You like getting your shampoo from the salon across town, but the bodega on the corner has those banana chips you love? Instead of spending the day driving around for your essential items, shop smarter. Public Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at a price you can afford. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and toothpaste to to pet food. I love Public Goods because what they're doing is they take... It's it's stuff you need. It's stuff you need. It's uh you know the clean. I have the uh you know the surface cleaner for the kitchen, and it's a it's a no name no brand. It's the no brand items, but they're making it better. So it's not just regular. You know you know it's got good ingredients and it's got good stuff in it. And because so I use the cleaner every day, and it's like high end. You know, you know, cleaner that is made, you know, with all the ingredients that you want inside all your cleaners. You don't want all the synthetic stuff. It's all, you know, natural stuff, but it's also no no name. So you just get a it's not like you're getting a fancy thing. So it's really great. And it's really the the items are priced right. Knowing what's in your products 
and where they come from is important. Public goods ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. So you're getting that type of product that maybe you'd have to go to the high-end store for without the store. Public goods is a place to get all that stuff in one spot, and they're passing on savings to you instead of at that you know kitschy store that would have you know the the ethically sourced and obsessively developed items. So I've worked out an awesome deal for just my listeners. Receive fifteen dollars off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They're so confident that you'll absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they're giving you fifteen dollars to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com/jtrain or use code JTrain check out that's p-u-b-l-i-c-g-o-o-d-s.com forward slash j train public goods.com slash j train to receive $15 off your first order the j train podcast is brought to you by rothy's nothing says fall like soft plush wool. Rothy's wants you at your wooliest this fall with their exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool style shoes. They're incredibly comfortable, cozy, and 100% machine washable. And because it's Rothy's, they come in a variety of colors, patterns, and style. I'm telling you right now, these are beautiful. These are fun. It is all fall right now, okay? You want to be cozy. You want to be comfy. You want to look good. And that's where you do it with Rothy's. And Rothy's has, now has men's shoes too. I have them. They're awesome. They're sneakers and driving shoes for men are made with the same level of craftsmanship and detail you know to expect from Rothy's. Rothy's men's shoes have been designed with an artisanal level of detail to help you welcome fall season in style. And also, people, this is great gifts. Great gifts from Rothy's. To help you welcome fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave me the chance to share this super rare opportunity with my listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain. Head to rothys.com slash JTrain to find your new favorites today. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Noom. When you try to get healthy, you obsess you obsess you obsess over over the things you can't eat. No pasta, no fries, no dessert. Noom helps you understand and focus on what your body needs and uses a psychology-based approach to help you change your, your, our mindset for good because building better habits creates a more sustainable journey to better health. I'm going to say I love Noom. I love what they're doing. They're, it, Noom is admitting that it's not just, hey, diet and exercise. Noom is telling you, yeah, this is a... This is a, a psychology. This is changing how you look at things, how your pers- your perspective. This is, you know, years of of learned traits that we're trying to undo. And Noom is there to help you with it. A healthier life shouldn't be a list of can and cannots. It means having more knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits. Everybody's journey is different and Noom knows that. Being on the program means you don't stress about taking that cheat day because Noom will help you get back on track. All you need is 10 minutes a day. Noom fits into your life on your terms. No grueling early morning Early mornings are huge chunks out of your day, and 75% of Noom users finish the program. That's that's amazing. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash JTrain. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash JTrain. Noom.com slash JTrain to start your trial today. Okay, let's do some emails with some screenshots. I forwarded these to you before. This one's called 
age gap deal breaker screenshots attached okay j train big fan huge supporter of all things jared i had a chance to see you in austin went solo and had the best time of my life well thank you feather feather i recently moved back to austin i'm a single 31 year old woman with a job that fulfills me both professionally and financially i take my dog out on walks twice a day and during my walks i'd often see this gentleman walking his pups at the same time i would walk mine i was immediately attracted to him but i didn't know his story fast forward i recently moved uh to three weeks ago um i was out of town for a week and when i got back we talked about how we hadn't seen each other uh how we hadn't seen how when I got back, he, we talked about how he hadn't seen me or my dog, but he didn't have a way to check on me. I suggested that we exchange numbers, and we did. Started at texting every day, exchanging photos, etc. On Halloween, he invited me over to his house to pass out candy. I loved the idea. I went over, and his oldest son was home. Uh, the three of us were hanging out and giving out candy and talking. The, the oldest son was is older, 23. Um, it was lovely. He drove me home because it was dark and cold, even though I live 0.3 miles away. I invited him to come up and he stayed for a bit. We talked. He told me about his divorce, kids and dating history in general. We walk uh, together when we see each other out um, on walks every day. And I suggested that we should hang out more often outside our daily walks. He agreed, came over on a Tuesday. We watched a movie, cuddled on the couch and I initiated a makeout. It was great. So what's the problem? I feel like he's pulling away and I'm think my age is an issue that, uh, he is putting between us. He's 46. I'm 31. I have always dated older. I have been single for a while, and I have used uh, I have used my time to grow as a person and be the best version of myself for whatever I have a chance to meet a guy as wonderful as wonderful as him. I don't think I'm romanticizing the idea of being with him, but I do see him as someone whom could be a great partner for me. We have a lot in common, but I think he is using his age as a reason or excuse to not give me a chance. So here's my question. Should I just walk away and be courteous when I see him out on walks? Should I shoot my shot one more time or should I just take the L and be grateful that I had a chance to meet my neighbor and realize that I can be giddy and enthused about a new beginning after feeling so broken for not being able to be attracted or interested in other men? I'm a little discouraged about this situation, although I'm sure he is not perfect. I really see a potential for a wonderful future with him, but what I'm not going to do is beg someone to see my value. Although he barely knows me now, I feel like he could uh, should at least should be at least be trying to get to know me for who I am instead of uh, crossing me out just because I'm 15 years younger. Papa Jay, what says you? I have a um, I've attached a couple screenshots and photos of us. Okay, so let's look at the screenshots. We'll read through these and see if we can find what's going on here. Pat, you want to be her? I'll be him. Okay, she in blue? She's in blue. I'll read okay. the gray. Okay. okay. This is the first one. After Number one, after Halloween night. Walking back from the gym now, I felt bad realizing what time it was when I left last night. I was really caught off guard as you commented on me being attractive. I mean, you're seriously beautiful and a badass, and you saying this left me dumbfounded. Okay, okay, thank you. You have an awesome day as well. Wait, why did you feel bad? It wasn't even that late. And even <laughs> that's you could already tell the difference in age. It wasn't even that late. And he said it was really late. <laughs> it wasn't He's even like, I got to get home from my stories. Yeah. 
Uh, I got home to watch the news. Uh, wasn't even that late, and even if it was, we were already home. And thank you, but you can't seriously tell me that you didn't have the slightest idea that I was attracted to you or interested in you. I knew you were someone I wanted to meet when I'd see you out on walks. Wait, why did you? Okay, that's it. I see you on walks. Uh, Go to the next one. But you can't seriously tell me that you didn't have that slightest idea that I was attracted to you uh, or interested in you. I knew you were someone I wanted to meet when I saw you out on walks, but the chance never really came up. But now that I finally had the pleasure of meeting you, even more excited to get to know you more. Okay. Well, then he re responds with a picture of some sort. So we'll go to number three. She's, she's setting different conversations to have. Number three, saw him as he was walking home from the gym. So he writes, holy crap, those were uh, butterflies I felt seeing you come around the corner this morning. What the heck are you doing to Mr. Picky Pants? LOL. Mr. Picky Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to maintain composure here, clenched teeth emoji. I have to go into the office for a one o'clock meeting briefly, then head back. We can watch something tonight or even grab food at a place like Foxhole if you preferred. So now you know how I felt every time I saw you out and about uh, before I met you. Ha, ha, ha. Honestly, as an extremely picky person myself, I get it. But it's kind of exciting to finally meet someone who just kind of... Um, okay, kinda... I really enjoyed your company last night. I know you have many options. Oh, so okay, this is I'm number sorry. four. So now number four is a day after a makeout. So let's read this okay. one. I really enjoyed your company last night, Adam. I know you have many options, like 30 hinge matches or so. <laughs> so I'm glad I got to spend time with you. Uh, ah, a tough day. It will mean tomorrow will be even better. Uh, and LOL, I don't have matches. Those were new likes, which I marked them all no today, by the way. Clenched teeth emoji. I enjoyed last night, too. You're really an amazing and beautiful woman. I mean, seriously dreamy, smiley face. I really hope I'm not being a creepy old dude here, LOL. Okay. Um, let's go. So that's a let's go to number six. And this is her response to creepy old dude. Um, I really enjoyed your company last night, Adam. I know you have my many options. Oh, okay, no, okay. Number, number six. six. She sent it twice. Okay. Uh, okay. First of all, you are you're not old. Are you older than me? Mm, a few years, maybe, but not old. And honestly, I can already tell you, and I, I are a better match. I am a better match than any dude. Uh, you are a better match than any dude my age. I've met. I hope you don't hold my age against me, us. That's the one thing I have no control over. The year I was born. LOL. And then he writes, smiley face, no, it's my age. I'm holding against me, LOL. I've seen stories of age gaps and someone getting old on the other person. They either had to slow way down for them or they bailed. I don't plan on be, I don't plan to be slowing down, but at some point I suppose we all will. Okay, the bed and Netflix calls, ha ha. Okay, so go to number seven. Let's. This is her response to that. Well, it's too premature for me to try to convince you that I'm not worried about that, but I guess time will tell. For all we know, three months from now, you'll be like, nah, thanks. Okay, 
Enjoy Netflix and the puppy cuddles. See you soon, hopefully. Okay. And let's do the last text. And then she, he writes, thank you, heart, good night, hug emoji. And let's do the last, number eight. Uh, and no pressure at all, by the way. Ha, ha, ha. It's totally fine. You don't feel the same way. It's just so refreshing to meet someone so awesome in the most organic way possible without the assistance of the apps for once, LOL. Everybody's, Hell yes. Everybody's beating up the apps today. Right? Hell yes. I'd be crazy if I didn't find you to be exactly what you are. Smart, funny, sweet, beautiful, with awesome priorities and interests, from dogs, health, to savings. And yes, it's really nice to happen to meet such a bright light in a completely unexpected time while just going about daily life. Okay. She sends a picture of herself and him. They're fine looking. They're good looking, both of them. I, I, I don't think their pictures matter. Now, Pat, what do you think of this situation it, it's like they're writing sonnets to each other. Like, this is like a lot. <laughs> you said sonnets. Right? Doesn't uh, it feel like it's just too much? Like, I, I mean, she wrote a few. First of all, I think he does, the age thing is not a thing. He's not, he's making it a thing. He's, he's busting his own chops. But he's also, to me, he's, he's more pulling moves than maybe she wants to believe. He's not such a... This is kind of uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing a little bit to me. When you say I have 30 match, when you know the amount of matches he has on a dating app, that is him letting you know he is out there, that he's seeing other people, that he's pursuing other people. I think she's caught up on this like really nice guy who calls himself Mr. Picky Pants and he's on the, and and he's like, this is still a dude. Like, and let me just tell you, 46 year old men don't think they're old. I'm just telling you that right now. They don't think they're old. They don't think they're too old. They don't think they've slowed down. They think they're 25. And I remember one time I looked at my dad once and I was like, I called him old and he was like, oh, old. And I was like, you're my fucking dad. You're old. Like, you know, like, <laughs> so I think he's doing, he's playing a little possum here. I think he's playing. It's a little bit of an act. I, it's a little too, when he says you're so, you're the light at the end of the tunnel. That's all nice things. But I think there's a point where it's like, if you're if the texts are still two people writing their own novel, you're not really getting to know one another. Like I don't think you know this guy as well as maybe you feel you know him. I and I think it's not over yet. Like I would say to her, you gotta let him know, like, hey, I wanna date. Like all this, you know, I don't wanna go to your house, I don't wanna cuddle on the couch. Like, because you guys met in such a like the dog walking and you went over for Halloween, it's become almost romantic on text and casual in person. Does it feel that way? Mm. Um, I, I felt like the feeling I got about it, he's hesitant, but he might be throwing the old uh, old card out there to uh, block her or slow her down. Because, I mean, he, he could have a lot of issues because uh, I definitely think, you know, me and men dating her, uh, older is maybe not a bigger, as, as big a deal for men, but I think some men have... Um, Maybe he has more standards in terms of what he wants in a woman, and and also she's fairly lives fairly close to his house. So if she got if he got into anything with her, she's somebody he's seeing a uh, well, it, right around the corner and can see every day. So maybe he's like, let me think about this a little bit um, more. I than think this. you're right. Well, I think that's a that's a very good point. Is he knows she wants things to move. 
Right. And I think he's playing. I think the languaging of everything he's doing and the way he's playing it is to slow. You're right to slow it down. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, especially when you tell someone, when someone has the knowledge that you have 30 likes or matches on a dating app, that is you telling him them, I am out there. So right. he, that's a guard. That's a, that's a stiff arm of sorts mm-hmm. where he's like, okay, cool. And so she's noticing, I, I, yeah, I, it feels like he's pacing her out because right. he knows he's 46. He know the, the difference in age is he knows what she wants. Mm-hmm. What, you know, he knows generally, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but 30 year old, 31 year old women want to meet a guy, want to get married, want to have a you know honeymoon, want to have right. kids. It's, and he, he, he's playing the numbers here. And, and if you saw his picture, he's a he's a very built guy, so he mm. he's doing his nutrigenics, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll like it too. Uh, but I, I think it's like maybe he's at, I don't and I don't know his situation at all. You know, he could just gotten out of a relationship, but I think he's those thirty matches are po- possibly thirty women that I I could sleep with with no problem, and I don't have to see on my walks every day. You know, I mean, that's that's the best point of it all. Like you offer, you know, this person offers a different walk route, which is changing your life. (laughs) You know, you have you have built in consequences. I think, you know, you've met his kid. You've been over the house. You know where he lives. There's consequences in all these things and keeping this as slow to a So to this emailer, the age isn't the thing. The thing is your age you know the the age isn't the thing but not it is the thing but it's not in the way you think it's the thing it's not him being like i can't see a future together it's that he sees a future together he knows exactly what you want and he might not be ready for that at this moment or Mm -hmm. he he's not ready to get into it this moment because he's not uh for real for real about uh if you're that person and maybe that's why he's slowing it down J train like, let me let me just see you who you are a little bit more before, because it's going to be a thing. It's going to be commitment. You're, you're my neighbor. You you're on my totally. Dog. Uh, it's a lot of things. But and also in addition to what you just said, um, what she should do is you got to. She's she wrote a whole email. She was like, I don't want to like you know. She, at the end of her email, she was doing a lot of like pumping herself up. The only thing you should be asking for is a date. Is that all? All you want to do is get to know them. Like, and I think like. The dog stuff isn't getting to know one another. You've done dog walks. Let's do dinner out. Let's do, you know, I think we go away from the home dates where it's the same thing every time. Let's start, you know, seeing him at his word. Hey, you think I'm the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, I'd like to. Why don't you shine that light on an olive garden? Every now and again. Right. (laughs) And then, right. And I agree with this point, too. Uh, And I didn't think about it until you mentioned it. Taking taking him and her out of the domesticity of uh, their relationship off that block into something like let's see something like let's go dancing let's go out I want to see you in a place outside of a home life situation because that's what you're reminding me of if I'm him like yeah I'm sitting watching Netflix with you mm. uh, it feels like you know what I would do with my wife. Like, let me get you out and see the fun side of you. Let me do something it's too comfy. Yes, yeah, too comfy. Absolutely. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We have a short one. You want to do just one more? Is that okay, Pat Brown? Yeah, that's fine. Let's do one more. Oh okay. yeah, this, this yeah, this got to be my last one because I have therapy at two. Okay, we're well, let's get it moving. This one's okay. called shit suet shit ship. Okay, 
J Train. I figured this kind of the this is the kind of question I could only come to you for, as my friends would judge me mercilessly. I'm sure you will too, but at least it comes with some comedic roasting and a new perspective. Okay. I had a situationship with this guy for over two years, usually once a month hookups when he was in town and the talking slash sexting when drunk, but also times it felt like more than it was. I always knew I liked him more and secretly hoped it would turn into something, but kept it casual as we didn't live in the same city. He called me drunkenly one night to tell me he had met someone he really liked but didn't want to lose me. Obviously, that sucked to hear, and I should have blocked him right then and there, but I didn't. We dragged it out a few more months where we kept having the same argument about him dating someone but still fucking with me. The IG convo is the last time we ever talked, quote unquote. So let's read the IG convo. I'll be him. You be her. His is in black. Okay. I like it. Is it cool that I texted you? It's just not going to be the outcome you want. What do I want? What's the outcome? Blushing face emoji. Drink some water and go to bed. Okay, I'm I'm not drunk, but I accept this rejection. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Well, at least you didn't buy anal loop and then have someone tell you they don't want to talk anymore. That would really suck. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for that. That's very specific. I have serious <laughs> I have serious problems. Look, I don't totally blame you. I knew what I was doing, but it really makes me feel shitty and I'm trying to be better. Okay, I totally get that. I'm really sorry. I'm saying this a lot. It's just I can't stop 100% thinking of you. Oh, that's that's kind of shitty. I, I I still can't hundred percent. I can I can stop thinking of you. About ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know I'm I know I'm fucking awesome, but I really don't know what to tell you. Ha ha. Well, guess you are. It's hard to explain how I feel and what I want, and it's hard to behave properly. I'm struggling. Okay. So now it's been over six months and I moved away and I'm dating someone new, yet I still think about him. Is this classic addiction to a toxic relationship? Do you think he really was struggling with his feelings or just stringing me along? In my mind, he's not the quote unquote one that got away, but the one that won't go away. Any insight would be appreciated. Please come do shows in Europe. Okay, so what do we think, Pat Brown? What, did, what should they do? I, th- I just think this has a lot to do with her. It doesn't have anything to do with him. He's already mm-hmm. showed his hand. He wants to, you want to have his cake and eat it too. And you're giving him that, or you were giving him that. And, um, and so, but I feel like it has a lot to do with, with her in terms of uh, she's in another relationship and she's still thinking about that one. And uh, a lot of times we um, romanticize a relationship because um for whatever reason we've uh, interpreted what was done to us, that it is some something wrong with us. And so if we can get that person back, then it will prove that we are, we're okay in some way. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Cause I feel like she's away from him, the situation and she's growing. So what it, what I, I would just say, uh, uh, I would ask myself hard questions. Why am I thinking about somebody that never made me a priority? Totally. And and what you're saying, I totally agree with. It's, you know, she's addicted to this type of drug, 
And, right. you know, yeah. we have to admit that, like, other people can be a drug for, for you. Absolutely. And that also, like, the, you know, the, the Instagram reach out and them, you know, it's all in this, like, alley of sexiness. Like, there's, a, there's an alley of, like, you know, you're going down the back alley of love, which is... You know, wrong and deceit, and and it had, and you know, some nights you want to go down the alley. I would tell her she needs to block this person. I mean, she's asking about what they said. First of all, they have no Instagram picture. Okay, they are living in the cover of night. They are not even. So this, it's coming from an account that this guy won't even put a picture on. Okay, the idea, what a lot of. A lot of times, a lot of times men will do this. And I, I, I think women probably do this too, but I, I think I see this and I'm, and she's asking questions about a man. So I'm going to give this advice. Do you think he was really struggling with his feelings? I think he's using those things to make you believe that you guys are bigger than you were or that you are. I think he's struggling with his penis. I think he's struggling with someone that he has good sex with and good sex with this good sex is two people that are comfortable with each other so i think that there's an attraction and you're comfortable with each other when you're naked do i think that he thinks of you on this higher level where his he's going to therapy every week and he's discussing his feelings and how his mom treated him when he was younger no i don't think any of that i think he's using the vague idea of feelings to keep you in because it makes this into it, he makes it makes him less of a, you know, just simple monster. And I'm saying monster in a loving way because, you know, this all men, all a lot of men are dealing with this monster of like, we're all sexual saw, being, right? We're all sexual beings. So he's dealing, he's trying to explain his own monster by making it this fanciful feelings. And it's like, no, he is, you are an addiction to him in the way that you're an addict, he's an addiction to you. You need to block this person. You need to get away from this person. And you need to maybe seek out your own professional help to see why you want attention from others that you know are bad for you. Mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Pat Brown, thank you so much. This is so fantastic. Thank you. I had fun. This was very enjoyable. Oh, I'm happy you enjoyed. I want everyone to go follow Pat. So, so funny. At Pat Brown Show on Twitter and Instagram. PatBrownShow.com. All the dates. Um, I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.